This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. Luke chapter 19, verse number 1. We are in a series right now called Knocking on My Door. Knocking on My Door. The fact that God is knocking on your door, which you could take out the word door and replace it with the word heart. God is knocking on your heart because he's the God that wants in your life and really can't do anything from the outside of your life. Let me remind you of the character and the nature of our God. He's a gentleman. He, he's gracious. He is not an intruder. He doesn't just come. Y'all see what happened with the, with the person that was messing with the Ring app and talking to the little 8-year-old? And then when the parent walked in, you know, pretend like it was all sophisticated. God's not weird. He, he, he stands at the door and he knocks. And if, if anyone opens the door, opens their heart, Jesus wants to come and he wants relationship. He wants to dine with us. He's a pursuing God. He's the God that initiates relationship. That's why the Bible says, it says we love Christ because he first loved us. We didn't knock on his door. He knocked on our door. He pursued us. He desired us. He wanted relationship with us. So he pursues us with a knock. And he actually says, if I can get on the inside, I can bring, we've been talking about it, I can bring forgiveness I can bring freedom. I want to talk today about one of the reasons why God knocks on your door is because he has better in store than what you currently have. He's got better. And he sees you in your mediocrity. He sees you in your dysfunction. He sees you in your brokenness. And he's like, no, it's not going down like that. For my son and my daughter, I'm going to knock and I want on the inside because I'm going to invite you in to the better that I have planned for your life. Anybody thankful tonight that God has something better for your life? Come on, it's not just better money. It's not just better opportunity. It's the better of God. In fact, Jesus actually is the better that you need. Say all that to say to get to tonight's reading, Luke chapter 19. Watch this story about Jesus knocking on somebody's door. This is a story about a man named Zacchaeus, Luke 19 verse 1. It says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and he was mad wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. What is this, Airbnb? So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the son of man, talking about Jesus, for Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. So in other words, what Jesus is, 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 is reckoning once again, I did not come for perfect people. I did not come for saved people. 
I came for lost people. I came to bring the good news to people. Anybody, you ever have that friend's like, I can't go to church. If I go to church, place will burn down. It's like, no, we have insurance. I think we're going to be all right. Jesus is proving once again that the gospel and the good news of grace is for anybody. It is for everybody. And it is in particular for lost people. I want to preach a message tonight right down the title. It's called Something Better's Coming. Come on, something better's coming. And it ain't coming from Amazon this Christmas. Something better's coming, though. Something better is on the way, and it is from heaven to your life. Something better's coming. I don't know what 2019 served you, but I want to tell you 2020's coming, and something better is on the way. Come on, anybody excited about the better that God has for you? He's knocking. He's knocking on La Puerta. judge my Spanish because he's got better he's actually wooing you he's calling you into the better that he's destined for you he said we're not going to settle for this my children don't get second rate my children get the best I'm knocking because there's more for you there's better for you even better than what you deserve even better than what you've imagined even better than what you've prayed for God's got better for you are you thankful for it tonight Something better's coming. Something better's coming. Let's pray tonight and let's believe that God will do something great. Married people, married people, hold each other's hands. Come together. Let's bless your marriage. Let's bless the unity of your marriage, your home. Let's, let's pray for all the marriages. All the single people, I want you just to hold your own hand. Just as a reminder how cold it is in here. Just fill your fingers. Single people, hold your own hand. Just as a reminder, you're really single this Christmas holiday season <laughs> with no mistletoe. Somebody the other day asked me, they said, on the Zoe app, can we develop a dating uh, area? <laughs> this girl started clapping. <laughs> girl, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. I ain't trying to get sued. You do your own thing in the courtyard. I ain't trying to judge you. You get your own game going, okay? <laughs> okay? Her. Okay? So, no. The answer is no. Y'all find each other, okay? Single people look mad single, so it's not hard to find y'all. Y'all walking around like this. Okay? So, single, just hold your hand. Remember, hold your hand. Just hold it. Reminder. Come on, let's pray. Jesus, thank you tonight. Thank you for grace. Thank you that you are awesome. Thank you for these nights that we can gather and be strengthened and encouraged. Lord, we thank you that your word is a lamp to our feet. It is a light to our path. We thank you that you are for us and not against us. We remind our soul and even our situation that you're in control. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for great grace. And we pray for every person that is holding their own hand that by next year they will find somebody to love. Because last Christmas I gave you my heart. And the very next day you threw it away. This year, God, you know the rest. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said together, come on, clap it. Let's really get some faith right now. I got faith for all y'all. Hannah Minardi, I got faith for you. Jasmine, I got faith for you. Come on, I'll call Heather. I got faith for Heather. I got faith for all. Emily, I got faith for all y'all. I even got faith for my son's teacher. Come on, somebody. Okay. I, I like that we're talking about. 
Shots fired. They're grace shots. They're Jesus shots. Like, what's a Jesus shot? Um, I like the idea of better because we love anything that's improving. Like, I, I, listen, this is what I love about the iPhone. Like, if you don't like your iPhone, don't worry. A better one is coming. And it might not be so sophisticated, but it's a better camera, okay? So it's better. Like, we just, we live in a culture that we love the improvement. We want, we want better Wi-Fi. Can I get an amen? We just love better. We want improvement. We want better than what we have and better than where we are. And I just want to encourage you tonight that better is from God. It was amazing when Pastor Chris Hodges was here. He was talking about to all the parents, and he's a grandparent now. He was saying, hey, parents, if you don't like your kids, don't worry. I'm a grandparent. Better ones are coming. I was like, man, I relate with that. That's, yes, it's a word for me. But I just love that God always has better. This is his plan. And this story here in Luke 19 is proof of the better that he has. I love that Jesus is walking down. He comes into Jericho and throngs, crowds of people are around him. In fact, you need to know this about Jesus. Everywhere he went, he drew a crowd. In fact, a lot of times he drew thousands and thousands. So listen, big church was Jesus. Big church, he was the first big church leader. Because Jesus and the gospel is not for a few of us, it is for all of us. Somebody say amen. So everywhere he went, they, they were trying to get around him. They were trying to, to, to listen to him. So Jesus is walking into this, this, this city, Jericho, and the Bible says there is a man there named Zacchaeus. Now, the Bible only gives us four descriptions of Zacchaeus. It says, that he is short, he is wealthy, he is lost, and he's a sinner. So he is short and he's got money. This is the first short man that we've ever experienced. Short man with money. He is the beginning of lifted trucks. I feel like getting somebody tonight. We're going to have some fun in church. So he is short, he is with a bad combo. He is short, he's got money. He is a thug, he's a thief. He's a tax collector, and he has done damage in this area. But the Bible says that he's lost and he's a sinner. Somehow, Zacchaeus' interest is piqued with Jesus. Maybe he saw a clip of him preaching on Instagram. Maybe he's heard about him from a co-worker. But something about Jesus and his message, he's heard church people. He didn't like them. But this Jesus guy has a different message. This Jesus guy is saying different stuff. This Jesus guy seems warm and loving and accepting. And his message is of forgiveness. Who is this guy? So Zacchaeus comes to the event. He shows up at the parade, but he's too short. To see who Jesus is. Again, he's short, but he's got money. So he's short and he's wealthy, but he can't see Jesus. So the Bible says he gets innovative. He climbs up a sycamore fig tree. I love this about Zacchaeus because Zacchaeus wants to see Jesus. He wants to see Jesus, but in a moment, Jesus is going to see him. Jesus walks down the road. He looks up into the tree, and he calls his name. Let me, let me remind you tonight, church, God knows your name. God knows your name. God knows how many hairs are on your head. God knows when you sit down and you stand up and you go out and you come in. He is fully acquainted with all your ways. The Bible says more than the sands of the seas, so are the thoughts of the Lord towards you tonight. Anybody thankful that God knows your name? Come on, give him a praise tonight. He knows your name. So he walks down the road and he sees Zacchaeus up in the tree and he says, Zacchaeus. Like if I was Zacchaeus, I just would have been like, do I have a name tag on? 
Zacchaeus, come down from here immediately. This is following the plan that God has for all of us. That any time you seek God, He sees you. There's not a time that you come to seek God. Even if it goes so drastic that you've got to climb a tree. Maybe you're seeking Him in the midnight hour. When you seek God, He sees you. He's lifted His eyes. There's thousands around. But who has God found? He's found a seeker. And watch this. He sees Him and eventually He'll save Him. Because He sees the seeker so He can save the seeker. So he sees Zacchaeus and he calls him by name and he says, Zacchaeus, get down from here immediately. We must go to your house. I want to encourage you of the immediacy of heaven. God is knocking on your door tonight and he's not trying to say, hey, January 1st, let's get it all cleaned up. Hey, in the new year, let's get some resolutions. No, he's saying right here, right now, while you're holding your own hand, let's fix some things. Let's clean some things. Immediately, I need the good news to be in your life. Come on, clap tonight and thank God. He's not waiting for two weeks. It's a today. If you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your heart because he wants to do some work tonight. He says, Zacchaeus, immediately get down from here. Come down at once. We got to go dine together. We need to go break bread together. We need to go eat together. I want to tell you there's an urgency. God's not knocking just politely tonight. Hey, if you're down, hey, if you're, if you're interested. No, he's knocking. I need to talk to you about some things. I need to get some things straight in your heart. I need to fix some relationships. I need to set you free from some addiction. I need to get some forgiveness in your soul. Some of you need to understand that God is knocking with some urgency and some fervor, and he's got to immediately get down from here. Let's go spend time together. Come on, clap if you're thankful that he's not trying to put off your healing. He wants to do it tonight. He says, immediately, Zacchaeus, immediately, Zacchaeus, not only do I know your name, but I know the urgency of your life. Immediately get down from here and let's go, let's, let's go to your house. Now, this is one of my favorite parts of the whole story because when Jesus leaves with Zacchaeus, a short, wealthy, lost sinner, all the Christian folks over here start murmuring and they start to get upset. And they're like, why is Jesus going to Zacchaeus' house? Why is Jesus hanging out with such a sinner? I want to encourage you, Zoe. You know you're doing something right when you start making the Christians upset. When you start making religious people mad, you're doing something that sounds and looks like Jesus. Come on, anybody thankful tonight? We're not called to fit in the square. We're not called to just reach those that are saved. Come on, we're down. We're going to go get a meal. We're going to go get a coffee. We're going to go get a photo with somebody that doesn't know the good news of Jesus Christ. Give them a big amen tonight. Why is he with him? Why is it, why we, 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 why we, he should be with us. He should be in the church. He should be with the church folk. No, God did not come for church people. God did not come for perfect people. He came for Zacchaeus's. So he gets to Zacchaeus's house. And he could care less. Remember, if you're going to do anything for God, you got to care less what the Christians say about you. He does not care what religious people are saying. He cares about the lost. So he's willing to put reputation on the line for a Zacchaeus not to please the crowd. So he goes, and he goes to Zacchaeus' house, and Zacchaeus has a, a meal or a moment with Jesus. And Jesus, in this moment, is knocking on the door of Zacchaeus' heart. And Zacchaeus, right there in his kitchen. Now, I'm just going to be honest. If I was Zacchaeus, I would have been nervous to have Jesus at the house. We didn't have the house cleaner come by. I got dishes everywhere. 
I'm single. I don't know what I'm doing. Jesus at the house like, hey, man, you want Postmates? What do you want? I know it's not Tuesday, but we can still get tacos. What do you want, man? Thank you for the last. And Zacchaeus looks at Jesus, and he says, look, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And God, if I've robbed anybody, I'll pay them back four times. This is proof. This is proof that Jesus has entered into Zacchaeus' life. That he has not only knocked on the door, but Zacchaeus has opened the door and let Jesus come in. Because when you find Jesus, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've ever experienced. In fact, would you write down tonight, number one, I love this. Everything in Jesus is better. Everything in Jesus is better. Zacchaeus is like, look, I got to be honest, man. I have been on some boats, and I've been with some people, and I've gone to Cabo, and I have swiped my credit card, and I've done some luxury, but I'm telling you this Jesus is better than anything I've ever had. This grace, and this peace, and this freedom, and this feeling, and this joy, and this strength, this, come on, somebody thank him right now. Everything in Jesus is better. The reward is Jesus. The reason why this is called grace giving, by the way. When you stop getting out of religion and you're like, do I tithe the 10%? Do I give 7%? Is this year 3%? No, when grace comes to get a hold of you, you're like, look, I'll give 50% away. I'll pay back four times. It doesn't matter because everything that I just found in Jesus and better than I've touched, better than I've seen, better than I've experienced, everything I need is found in the person of Jesus Christ. In fact, this is what the writer of the book of Hebrews was trying to say when he was writing his book. He says it 13 times. 13 times he says to his audience, Jesus is better. Jesus is better. Jesus is better. This crowd of Jewish people had tried to leave their old practice and tried to become in Christ and in grace, but it was hard for them. So they tried to go back to their old ways, back to what is familiar, back to what is comfortable. He says, no, 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 fam, we're not doing that. Everything in Jesus is better. The destination is better. The worship is better. The freedom is better. The prophecy is better. The priest is better. Come on. Everything in Jesus is better. In fact, let me show you a few things that the writer of the book of Hebrews says. Just just put them up on the list. He says, uh, by the way, the hope is better. And not only the hope is better, but the covenant is better. The promises are better. The reward is better. Better things are coming. It's a better hope. It's a better promise. It's a better covenant. Better things are coming. Everything in Jesus is better. Everything in grace is better. And Zacchaeus is in his kitchen, and Jesus is in his house, and the naysayers can't believe it, and neither can Zacchaeus. And he's like, O-M-J. This is the greatest thing I've ever experienced. I have gone all over the world. I have so much money, and now none of it means anything. This is better. Having a relationship with God and experiencing grace is ten times better. Look, Lord, you can have half my money. 
Look, I'll pay back four times. Money, and watch what happens. You can always tell when grace gets on the inside because as soon as it does, you'll lay down your idol. Money was Zacchaeus' idol. Money was Zacchaeus' God. He laid down that which was most important became nothing to him. I wonder if grace will get a hold of you so much. You say, that thing that I used to worship means nothing to me now. That, used to, that thing I used to hold on a pedestal, it means nothing. You can have it, God, because I've got you and everything in Jesus is better than anything I've ever experienced. Come on, give him a praise tonight. It's all about Jesus. In fact, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus is in his kitchen, and, and he can't believe it. You know, he's with Jesus, and, and he's like, you know, some, I've seen the clips, and, and, and my friend at work told me, he's like, but this, this is better than I imagined. In fact, write that down, number two. It is, it is better than I imagined. God wants to knock on your door and get you out of your dysfunction and out of your brokenness and out of your bitter soul to bring you into a space that is better than you can imagine. Some of you got to stop fooling yourself. I'm living the dream. You ain't living no dream. You can't drive off tonight in a Prius and be like, living the dream. You live in an Uber dream. That ain't a dream. What is the dream you have for your life? What is the dream that if you sit here and you're like, oh, this would be the dream if I could be here, if I financially, if I could have, oh, if people like me, oh, if I could just, what, what is the dream? God has a better dream than your dream. God has a better plan than your plan. God has something he's envisioned and he's drawn up that is better than, come on, Zacchaeus is like, you, you can have the money. The money means nothing now. Look at Ephesians 3.20. Watch this. It says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine according to the power that is at work with in us. Come on, religion worked from the outside in, but Jesus works from the inside out. That's why Zacchaeus is like, listen, there's a power that's working in me. That's what the woman at the well said. I found a water that will never make me thirst again. It's something that's in. Come on, I've got joy. I've got peace. I've got grace. I've got strength. I've got wisdom. I've got understanding. I've got, this is better than I imagined. In, in, in other words, what God is trying to exchange is, is, is your small little dream for your life and, and, and trade it in for the big, awesome thing he has in store for you. He's knocking because there's, there's actually better. And many of us, we just settle. We just, we just camp out. And we just, God, this is as good as it's going to, you know, I made it further than my folks. And, you know, the generational curses that were on my family. And, you know, it's not like what they had to go through. And, and Jesus is like, no. I got more. I got, I got better for you. And it's better. Yeah, but I don't, I don't deserve it. Neither did Zacchaeus. That's why grace is so awesome. Because the definition of grace is undeserved blessing and unmerited favor. And so he sees Zacchaeus in the tree and he says immediately get down. And notice the connection between what Jesus says and Zacchaeus says. Jesus says immediately get down. And Zacchaeus says here and now. This is within hours. 
that both of them execute on the same thing. In other words, what God wants for you, will it take two years for you to walk into it? Or will you be able to say tonight, here and now, I surrender my idol. Here and now, I lay down my dysfunction. Here and now, I give to you what I've been holding back and hiding behind my back. Zacchaeus is willing to give up that idol because he's better than than he imagined. He's better than he had dreamt. He, he had thought of some things. You know, he had heard of some things. But then once he got with Jesus and he looked into the eyes of grace, he's like, this is, this is better than I dreamt. It's amazing. Julia was, was being super mom the other night with our kids. And, and we got all the boys in their room. And, and, and she's like, okay, sometimes when you're a parent, you got to get mad creative. And so she's like, okay, uh, all hands in the air. If you can hear me, if you can hear me, hands in the air. I'm like, oh, we in school tonight. Okay. So they're like, what's going on? <laughs> and, she, and, and she's like, okay, shh, quiet voices, quiet voices. Okay, I want to tell you a story. Mommy had a special dream. I want to share with you a special dream. Mommy had a special dream that one day I would have three boys. One day I would have three boys. And they're like, they're like into it. <laughs> And like, Dad, do you want to share a special dream? I'm like, yes, I do. And so I come and I'm like, Daddy had a special dream that I would one day, I had the same dream that I would have three awesome boys. This is amazing. You guys, and he's like, oh, they're geeking out. And, and Julia, Julia's like, how about you, Maverick? Have you ever had a special dream? And he's like. <laughs> and she goes, well, what was your special dream? And he's like, I had a dream that we went to Disneyland. <laughs> okay, good night, guys. <laughs> I, I, I just love this about this story and the willingness of Zacchaeus because I think he's like, I'd never imagine that someone as broken as I am could experience this kind of peace. I never thought that the torment and the anxiety and all the pain, I've, it is one thing to be, it is one thing to be abused and have pain inflicted on you. It is another level of pain when it's self-inflicted. Zacchaeus is saying, I cannot believe he called my name. Thousands of people and you're going to call my name? <gasps> Woo! This is, hate all you want here in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, we got orange chicken coming to the house. Hate on me now. He cannot believe how good God is. He cannot believe how good grace is. Come on, somebody clap and thank God. He will show up. He will call your name. He will bring you into your destiny. And you'll lay down whatever you used to care about because nothing compares to the grace of Jesus Christ. Worship team, you can come join me right down the third thing. And the last thing, I love this about God, he'll never change. I'm telling you, this God that walked down the road and called Zacchaeus' name, he doesn't change. This God that sat on a well and called out the woman at the well, he never changes. Oh, I love Malachi chapter 4. It says, I, the Lord your God, I do not change. Technology can change. Seasons can change. Friends can change. People can change. Your job can change. But my God cannot change. I'm telling you, he is sure. He is true. He is gracious. He is kind. He is loving. He is forgiving. He is steadfast. He is merciful. Merciful. He is compassionate. He is who he says he is. He can do what he said he would do. Oh, I love this. Look at Hebrews chapter 8, verse 13. Hebrews 13, verse 8, sorry. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. The same God we read about in the Bible is the same God knocking on your door. 
The same God that split the sea. The same God that put a man in the belly of a whale. The same God that showed up for Goliath and David. The same God that is the Abraham God and the Isaac God and the Jacob God. The same God of Daniel. The same God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He is the same God that's knocking on your door saying there's more. There's better. You don't got to settle. You don't got to sit down. You got to stay in your generational curse. I've got more. Zacchaeus is like, Can you believe it? Somebody like me who was lost and a sinner and I thought money could heal me. It only perpetuated my brokenness. But the moment I met Jesus and the moment I met Grace, Grace, something better came into my life. He's knocking because he's got better. And don't you listen to the lie of the world. The lie of the world says, oh, we can offer you this and offer you that and Oh, if you just have this, and it never satisfies, and it never fulfills, and it always leaves you dry. It always leaves you craving more. Zacchaeus is like, you can have your money. You can have 50%. Tithing? <laughs> I'm not a tither. I'm a grace giver. You care less about tithing. I've got Jesus. I've got all that I need. I've got more than enough. This is the better that I've always been. I've always wanted the better car. I've always wanted the better house. I've always wanted the better friends. I've always wanted the better lifestyle. This is the better. Come on, something's knocking on your door tonight, and his name is Jesus. He is the better. He's not offering you money. He's not offering you fame. He's not offering you success. He's offering you grace. He's offering you forgiveness. He's offering you freedom. He's offering you all that he is. And that's why Zacchaeus lays down his life. Because the proof that grace has done something in you is when you do something about it. It is not anything to just go, yep, I believe Jesus knocking on my door. I believe that he's got better. No, the proof that grace is on the inside is that you respond to grace. You lay down that idol. You say, God, forgive me for settling. Forgive me, God, for believing the lie that this is better than you. Nothing is better. Nothing will satisfy like the grace of Jesus Christ. Are you grateful tonight, church? Are you grateful that the better is coming your way? It's the better of heaven. I say this with sensitivity to you tonight. I don't know what 2019 was for you. I know, I know some people would love to exchange. I'd like to give 2019 back to God. Give me something, give me something new. Better things are coming your way. So better hope, better promises, better plans. It's that positive talk. Oh, man. That's why the Bible says it 13 times. Because sometimes some of us are so stubborn, the Bible has to say the same thing 13 times. It's better, it's better, it's better, it's better, it's better, it's better, it's better. Pretty soon you're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay better. I get it. I get it. But I'm looking at this. No, no, don't worry. It's better. It's better. It's better. Amen. Come on. It's what God has for you. Come on, Zoe. I believe this is all my heart. It's what God has for you.